what really is fear? How can we find ourselves in a place to be able to defeat it? And what are the methods to culling this fear and building upon the courage we hold inside of ourselves? Hello, and welcome back to Stoic Spirituality, a podcast where I look through, analyze, and dissect various quotes, books, and experiences I've had throughout the last few years. My name is Jagan, and I'm a student of the human experience trying to spread some knowledge out to the rest of the world. And so this episode is going to be dedicated to uncovering a bit more about fear and its counterpart, courage. Identifying what fear is, how we can take care of it, and what it requires from us to be able to cope. So first of all, as a kind of recap from previous episodes, what fear can stand for is false evidence appearing real. F-E-A-R. So, fear, more often than not, is based on a projection of the future. Is based on a what if. It's based on a judgment or something that another person can level toward us or a result that may or may not happen. And while fear, biologically, is a good thing, for example, if your hand touches a hot stove pot, the next time you'll be a little more inclined to be careful around fear of burning yourself from the stove pot. However, a lot of the times that we find ourselves in this realm of fear, it's more irrational than rational. It's based on many things that will not occur, but our brain projects as a very likely reality. So, how can we address, attack, and deal with this fear that we face on a daily basis? First, is to explore our impressions. So a lot of how fear comes through is we take an impression, a projection, a scenario we generate in our heads, and we make it seem very, very real. And we try, to the best of our ability, to predict what the future holds. So, in order to first address this part of fear, we need to acknowledge two things. One, our first impressions, or our impressions of a scenario or a situation where a person can be wrong, have been wrong before, and will continue to be wrong over time. By acknowledging this, and by allowing yourself to see the potential wrong that you hold in your head, in your what-if scenario, you allow yourself to dig into your impressions, dig into your first thoughts about a situation, and figure out more of the inner fear, the inner thoughts, or the rationale behind what caused this fear to come up in the first place. And the second thing to do is to simply understand that life is unpredictable. So a lot of us have this desire, this goal, to know what's going to happen, to be able to control the variables in this chess game that is life. However, in terms of control versus non-control, the odds are stacked heavily on the side of non-control, meaning that a lot of things in our life we cannot control, almost everything in our life we cannot control, from where we were born to who we meet driving on the freeway. 
So by understanding and accepting the unpredictability of life as a concept, we allow ourselves to step into the idea of fear, knowing that a lot of what we want to project as reality or not cannot be generated or controlled in the long term. And so by being able to explore your impressions and understand the unpredictability of life, you make a switch from allowing your emotions and your raw feeling to, to dictate your overall thought process and replace it instead with logic and clarity. Because by addressing and butting heads with your fear head on, as opposed to pushing it away or shoving it in a subconscious box, you allow yourselves to show it for what it is. A mere shadow, a projected major massive shadow of the actual real situation. And so while biologically we have the amygdala, which is a part of our brain dedicated to feeling emotions like fear, we have to understand and use the much larger portion of our brain, the prefrontal cortex, to kill the part that has irrational fears that will never manifest. Just think about the last time you had an inordinate fear of something happening, of a situation occurring, or a person doing something to you that you projected as what was going to happen. And more often than not, it didn't end up happening. It ended up happening on a much better scale than you expected. The person was much kinder than you expected. By being able to not allow our emotions to control our fear, rather logic and clarity, not only can we tone down the massive shadow that fear projects, but allow ourselves to fear what is truly worth fearing and take the courage to push past those fears even to build ourselves up to become much better individuals than we were yesterday. Remember, there are two ways to look at a situation, objectively and subjectively. Two broad ways, rather. Not necessarily specific ways, but two broad methods of looking at a situation. You can take a look at the facts of a situation and what it tells you as right or wrong based on the logic and clarity of your own prefrontal cortex. Or you can look at it subjectively, allowing your amygdala and other automatic parts of your brain to dictate what is right or wrong, good or bad, fearful-worthy or non-fearful-worthy. So by using your prefrontal cortex, your logic brain, you call the fear, you see the facts that you like to see, not what your enemy hopes you do. And you build up a better sense of fear and what it really is and what we can use our courage to cull in the future. Thanks so much for listening to this episode on, Sto- on the idea of fear and courage. If you'd like to hear more content, be sure to drop me a follow at Stoic Spirituality. Thank you so much for listening and see you guys next time.